0: All right. All right. I'll see you in a second. Lick in the
1: butt. It's going to be a minute because I got to download the audio.
0: Okay. Well, cut it before I say lick in the butt.
1: I'm cutting it before that whole pointless story.
0: Okay. hello everybody and welcome to movie toast reviews i'm here with tommy hello and adam
1: what's going on everybody let's find out if anybody but me seen a movie this week
0: <laughs> my money's on no
2: <laughs> boy are you about to be shocked
0: static shocked how about what you guys saw this week let me go first nothing oh wait did i No, i saw stuff oh wow Yeah, what What did you see, Adam? No, no, what you see? What did I see? I saw... We've been gone for a while. I saw Color Out of Space. It was a wretched film. It was a horrible piece of garbage. I hated it. Did you agree with
1: anything I said on our first episode
0: about it? I can't remember that far back. (laughs) (laughs) All I remember was... was It was just in Vegas. It was like... weeks ago! But, like, yeah, I mean... All I know is that I did not like the movie. Other people liked it more than me, but I felt even like the Nicolas Cage character when he starts doing his wacky Nicolas Cage thing, I was like, ooh, I'm not even digging that in this movie. It just seems Whoa. kind of weird out of place. I saw Weathering With You. Love that movie. Have no idea why it was not nominated, at least, for Best Animated Picture. in I'm going to assume you remember nothing
1: I said about that movie either.
0: Yeah, I'm also going to forget it. That's a good that assumption happened. right there. But after- I'm sorry.
1: It's okay. It's I'm pretty forgettable, long. apparently.
0: No, I just don't remember that many. <laughs> I it's don't funny because
1: I saw those movies like in the same episode. Did you watch yes. these movies illegally?
0: No. Still. They're in the theaters where I live in Los Angeles. Damn.
2: Los Angeles has movies in theaters like three weeks longer than any other. Yeah,
1: yeah, but I feel like with the anime and with very niche movies, they're there for like a
0: week in some theaters. Weathering you, if you was everywhere still, I saw it at the eight. In Burbank at a Lemley Glendale, I think I saw the Nicolas Cage one. That sounds about right. And have I saw other movies besides those two?
2: I don't remember them. Tommy, what you see? So I saw two movies, neither of which were in theaters, but both of them are worth bringing up for the podcast. So I rented a movie on demand that was recently in theaters that I've been wanting to watch. uh, And I'm really bummed. After watching it. <laughs> what, was it like Ford D. Uh, Ferrari? No, I because I saw that in theaters. Um, looks like you don't remember me talking about that. I don't remember <laughs>
1: shit. All I remember for, since we started this podcast back up, uh, I was going to go see Jumanji, uh, the next level, but uh, I didn't see it again. Yeah. That's, I all, that's always
2: Tommy. Still haven't seen that. I watched last night before I went to bed, uh, Terminator Dark Fate. It's a really good visual movie. Lot of action at this point, you know, it's a spoiler warning. There's going to be spoilers in this entire podcast. Um, the first five have you guys seen it?
1: Yeah, I, I wish I hadn't.
2: No, I skipped that. Are you going to, or do you care no. if I spoil it? No, you knocked that oh, thing out of the okay. park. The f- within the first five minutes of the movie, they pretty much destroyed the entire franchise of Terminator movies. And the biggest spoiler warning that you're going to get right now, if you have not seen it, if you're going to see it, and you're listening right now, take off your headphones, like mute the podcast. John Connor dies in the first five minutes of Dark. That's Film. a little boy. A little boy. It was like, it It, it took place like a year after T-T- Terminator 2. And what they did was they they filmed a body double, and then they computer-generated... The kid's face from Terminator 2, and they did the same thing with Sarah Connor, Linda Hamilton. They're on a beach in like Bermuda or something like that. I don't know. That was I just, my I don't
1: favorite know. scene of the whole movie. And that this was is the worst scene. scene. Yeah. This movie was all terrible oh, to me. Was but I wanted to see a whole movie of that.
2: The whole the whole five minutes of that of the beginning of the movie, a Terminator from a, a future that doesn't exist anymore because they they eradicated all of Skynet. Somehow they sent a Terminator again. They locate John Connor in a beach in like South America, and Arnold Schwarzenegger walks up with a shotgun and blasts a hole through John Connor's chest.
1: I laughed my ass off at of
2: that scene. And he's dead. And what that did in that 10 seconds of, of filming... The entire Terminator One and Terminator Two gone.
1: Don't forget T three, the machines.
2: Well, and then yeah, and then it 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 took away from Terminator Three. There was no point in Terminator Salvation. Uh, Terminator Genesis was kind of on its own as far as timeline because they kind of did their own thing, which was fine. I liked Genesis, but I then have dark fate, and now now instead of Skynet. And Cyberdyne. Now it's a company called Legion. No, oh, it's boring. and they put out Terminators that are they're not. I don't even think they're called Terminators anymore.
1: No, but no, still, nothing. No it's pretty much Terminator thing. Two, kind of, but with a female protagonist and that's a hybrid. It's, She's yep. a human
2: with with cybernetic parts going and to enhance her.
1: It's a very long, dragged-out road trip movie with political agendas.
2: Yeah, and then they have the the new bad guy is like a liquid T one thousand times ten, like a the the liquid the villain guys. from Terminator three times a hundred, and it's called the Rev Nine, which is a I I looked it up. It's actually a reference to the Book of Revelations, chapter nine, which they it's it's just researched this movie. I watched a video afterwards that ex- okay. explained. The ending of the movie, and it talks about 25 things you might have missed Easter eggs. Dude, and I walked out before like this holages. movie ended. I just oh, said no, Screw I watched the six bucks. I'm gonna watch the whole Fair enough. But what it happened was at it the was end. a big let it was a big letdown. They so okay. They stopped. I was at
1: the part where like they were fighting in that big factory, and like they yeah. threw the guy into the fucking vortex machine,
2: and then it blew up.
1: Yeah, that's it.
2: So no, what they ended up doing because that didn't kill it, because why would it? And nothing else has killed it up to that point. So, the uh, the the female hybrid character, uh, whatever her name is, Claire. No, I don't. Remember. I don't know names. Anyways, she has a core, like fuel cell core that charges her her uh, robotic parts. And that is the only thing that they jam it into the Rev-9's head and it fries his CPU, computer chip or whatever. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger's, uh, whatever, his Carl or whatever, holds holds the Rev-9 robot down while this CPU thing is frying his brain. And then he's gone. The Rev-9's gone. The hybrid's dead. And now it's like... Oh, well, if they want to make another movie, all they have to do is just send another Rev-9 back or a Rev-1000 back or whatever the newest Terminator is going to be. They're going to send another one, and it's going to be – that might actually be the first Terminator movie that I don't go and watch.
1: Oh, they're not making it. That movie was a giant flop, the biggest oh, flop they've ever
2: seen. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah.
1: And I will say, you did mention uh, that Arnold is now called, like, Carl or something like that. Yeah. That's the best part of the movie. It turns out that the killer Terminator that killed John Connor – Became then became free, free yeah. and helped a woman raise a child yeah. and, he and he just he aged and became a carpenter.
2: Draperies. He had yes. a co- company of, for draperies and
1: I want to watch it. that movie. I want to watch the Terminator selling drapes oh, and raising God. a family.
2: I just, I'll just say I was a huge, a huge Terminator fan of the whole, entire franchise. And then that movie just kind of kicked the bucket on You were that. such
1: a fan. You didn't even see this one in theater. You made the right move, though.
2: Uh, I just didn't get around to it. That was my mistake. You didn't I, miss anything. But if I would have seen it in theaters, I probably would have been even more let down.
0: As somebody who hasn't seen this movie, just listening to you talk about this movie, I think it was a
2: bad movie. and It was a really bad movie. It sounds but, but very, visually kind of weird. Visually and action-wise, it's awesome. Yeah. I think yeah. anybody that hadn't seen any of the, the Terminator movies before could watch this movie and be interested in the movie. True. Aren't we past the age of
0: good visuals selling pictures? I mm-hmm. thought we were past that.
2: No, no not yet. Sadly. Wake me up when yeah. we are. Well, no, because what what was that movie? The The Lighthouse. <laughs> that was one of those really good visual movies. Apparently, I haven't seen it though. But apparently, was one of those, the, the visible, I just artsy it. fartsy movies. That what got was the other
1: movie, movie that you saw, Tommy?
2: Yeah. Uh, the other movie I saw is a really old movie, classic Disney movie that I watched on Disney Plus earlier today, and I don't think either of you guys have seen this movie. It's called Blackbeard's Ghost.
1: That sounds amazing. Tell me all about it, please.
2: <laughs> I'm sold. Did Blackbeard it's on have a Disney beard? Plus? What is it's this? It's on Disney Plus. I, I watched this movie when I was like 10 years old at my aunt's house, uh, and it is it's so it's so cool it was it came out in nineteen sixty eight and it's uh uh it's in a town called godolphin g o d o l p h i n godolphin it's like in New england or something like that um the godolphin college's new track coach lodges at blackbeard's inn which is run by the quote daughters of the buccaneers which are descendants of the actual pirate blackbeard right on um and they're they're about to lose their hotel to a local mobster, and so this guy, this track coach, played by uh, what's his name, uh, Dean Jones. Oh, the guy from Herbie. Yeah, and so he has to help the uh, daughters of the Buccaneers raise it's something like thirty, like thirty eight thousand dollars to pay off their mortgage; otherwise, they're going to lose the inn to the mobster.
1: Fuck. Is there like a track race that's happening that you win exactly yes. that prize?
2: There no. There's a track meet and Blackbeard's Ghost steals $900 from the daughters of the buccaneers <laughs> and places a bet on the Godolphin <laughs> track team to win and the odds are 50 to 1 so that they'll, they'll win $45,000. I did the math.
0: Hold up. How did a
1: ghost steal money and why didn't the ghost just rob a bank for the money?
2: Because he has to do a good deed. So that he doesn't stay in, he was in limbo, and that's how the whole purpose of how he was a ghost. But what good deed did he do? He yeah. stole money from people. No, he didn't steal yeah. money. He placed a well. Okay, he stole the nine hundred dollars to place a bet for the track team to win. That he sounds like a good deed to but me. But then he helps the track team win, so that the ladies win their bet, and they. But win isn't it his 000.
1: hotel that he's helped saving?
2: No, it's based it's a hotel that's a tribute to him. Okay. But it's made out of the the uh ships of Blackbeard Blackbeard's ships that have like crashed and, and I don't know, they use the wood from those ships to build the inn. How psyched were you when you found out that movie was on Disney Plus? I I knew it was on there because I put it, I saved it to my watch list, and I've just been waiting and waiting. And then today I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna watch it while I eat lunch. This movie was released February yeah. eighth, nineteen sixty-eight, the two hundred and fiftieth year anniversary of the real death of the real bike. <laughs> nineteen sixty eight. What the yeah.
0: fuck is this oh, man.
2: movie? I, I recommend if you guys have Disney Plus or if you know someone that has Disney Plus or if you have a, cha- a way to watch the movie, I think YouTube has uh, like it broken up in like different parts so you can watch it on YouTube. Watch the movie. It's good. It's a, it's a nostalgic. It's only like an hour and a half long. It's not long. And the guy that plays Blackbeard is hilarious. The
1: name of the movie
2: just sounds hilarious to me. Blackbeard's Ghost. I want yeah. that.
0: The thing, the, the thing on the billboard says, what What does it say? Hold on a second. I just oh, saw this it. thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It says something about, like, everyone has a laugh riot when Blackbeard returns to the 20th century. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a laugh riot
2: today eating lunch? Was that in the photos?
0: I don't I just saw it. I, I've lost
2: oh. it at this point. But, yeah, it's... I mean, the guy... The guy that plays Blackbeard is a known, his name's Peter Ustinov. Oh, Peter Ustinov. And he was known for, he played in uh, Badiatis in Spartacus, 1960. He played Hercules Poirot in The Death on the Nile. Oh, Perot. Edwin Fairfax, the, Perot, Billy Budd, and he was an old man in Logan's Run.
1: So this guy has been around the block in some good things.
2: He was born in oh. 1920, died in 2004 at the age of 82. Wow. This is the tagline.
0: Everybody cracks up when the jolliest Roger of the Mall all pops into the 20th century.
1: That's amazing.
0: <laughs>
2: That's how Disney decided to sell this. <laughs> yep. Jolliest Roger of the Mall. Well, and honestly, I think Blackbeard had a lot of influence on Jack Sparrow for Pirates of the Caribbean. Probably. What a strange recommendation.
0: Okay, what'd you see, Adam? You ready to just uh, zone <laughs> out for a little bit, guys? I saw
2: everything, guys. Everything for the last three weeks. Every movie that came out. Well, I don't worry. Even... You
1: don't got to listen to a few of them, all right? Because I did that on the podcast without you fellas. But oh. I'll let you know what movies I did see since then. Sweet. First up, uh, this one's not in theaters I anymore. can't wait. Uh, this first one I rented on good old Apple TV. It is a movie called... Can you tell that I'm trying to remember what I'm talking about because I'm really yeah, speaking? you're slowly. you're
0: stalling. I okay, thought it was so Mary Mantle impersonation.
1: Oh no, no, I wish. Okay. So, Larry, all right. so, uh, this one is on Apple TV or downloadable anywhere. It stars Elijah Wood called uh, "Come to Daddy." Oh.
0: So. <laughs> Oh, this is the guy, this is the, come to this it's the Greasy Strangler, garbage. Yes, it's a yes. producer
1: from my favorite movie, The Greasy Strangler. Uh, Elijah Wood produced this movie. It's about when he was a child, his dad left when he was seven. And I like, read the
2: IMDb, uh, what it's about?
1: Oh, yeah, if you don't want to listen to me talk, sure.
2: Well, it's just a sentence. A man in his 30s travels to a remote cabin to reconnect with his estranged father. Yeah. I heard about this. I think you told me about it. Anyways, go ahead.
1: So, yeah, it's kind of a little wacky, a little weird. You can tell something's off. You can tell that there's going to be a plot twist, but you don't know the extent of it. And once the movie really kicks in, it's kind of goofy, but it feels like it's kind of treading waters. Uh, I'd say it's a red light.
0: <laughs> so so you didn't like it as much as the Greasy Strangler?
1: No, the Greasy Strangler is an echelon of its own. Oh and my once I God. found I out that reach. the director, I mean, the producer, wrote this movie, I was like, I'm fucking
2: in. I totally forgot about The Greasy Strangler until you never just forget. Right now. What a weird. I'll
0: never forget the soundtrack from The Greasy Strangler. I tried showing
1: Sarah the trailer after we watched that movie. I'm like, we should watch it. It's like, wait, no. Corey,
0: did
2: you go with us when we watched it?
0: Yeah, I was the reason we went to watch it.
1: No, no, I was with you on
2: that.
0: Who else was there? I remember John. There was... John. John, okay. John was there man what i, I... Mean, john and i went to see it independently of adam waiting to see it and then when we planned it adam was like oh yeah i totally want to see this more than Let's everybody Call Tommy
2: see if he wants to come
1: dude when i saw that trailer i pretty much came in my pants because it was the funniest trailer i've ever seen and i was waiting so long for that movie hey do
0: you guys
2: like will farrell
1: do you of think course. it's funny sometimes do you like julia louis dreyfus
2: Uh, Yeah, I saw them both at the Oscars. They had good chemistry.
1: Well, do you guys want to see them in a movie where they're not funny at all? I saw a movie called Downhill. Oh my gosh, this movie was about them, they're a couple, they're a husband and wife, they have two children, they're in Europe or somewhere like that, and there's an avalanche as they're eating lunch at a ski resort, and Will Farrell runs away when the avalanche is coming, and after it passes, Julia Louis-Dreyfus got so fucking pissed that he ran away and wasn't with the family, and just everything these two characters did for the rest of the movie annoyed the fuck out of me. Ugh.
2: Apparently, they said they will never work together ever again.
1: Wow. And it's a letdown because the writer-director duo of Jim Rash and Nat Faxon, pretty cool guys. Nat Faxon is the guy, Ben, from the short-lived show, Ben and Kate. And Jim Rash is the dean from Community. But either way, they, they wrote and directed The Descendants, which won Oscars and awards. And they also did that movie, The Way, Way Back, which was pretty good. But they did this.
2: Sky High. He was in Sky High. Is this movie based
0: <laughs> off of a force majeure? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And I don't, it's,
1: oh, God. It's all a I to know fucking letdown. It's <laughs> so bad. Don't waste your time. The best part of the movie, the funny, I didn't laugh at all in this movie, but I left. After the movie, there was, that was, that was that. a father and son in front of me, and the father was like, that movie was not a comedy. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. You're right. Fuck this movie. Uh, so yeah, I'm sorry. I had a about that.
2: Nat Faxon's been in all the uh the Broken Lizard movies. Yes, sir. What is it, Grandpapa?
1: papa? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Then after that, I saw Sonic the Hedgehog, same night, double feature.
2: Oh, no. Oh, no. I can't wait to hear about this. So,
1: I mean, no, honestly, everyone loves this movie. I don't. Oh, my God. I feel so bad for saying that. It starts off, it's adorable. There's a baby Sonic. You kind of get a reason why he's in Earth. But it's so sad. Like, he's cast out of his home world. He's an orphan. And then you meet him later on in life. And he's just so annoying. I, I can't it's a letdown and uh, well you're getting vintage Jim Carrey here and okay. that that sounds amazing but it feels so out of place he does not belong in this movie it do, I don't believe him as Dr. Robotnik Dr. Eggman I don't know maybe because I'm not a child I don't know I I, w- I wanted to like it a lot more than I liked it
2: it's got a seven out of ten on IMDb
1: I feel like I gotta see it again because I might be just harsh on it it was kind of cool. The opening of the movie, there was a uh, Sega logo. They had a bunch of Sega games. Sega. So I'm wondering if now Sega is going to get in the movie business. I hope so. Well,
2: anyway. I heard that Sonic got the biggest opening that a video game, a movie uh, based on a video game has ever gotten. Ever. Yeah.
1: And that's crazy. I will say there's a... Post- Check
2: out those qualifiers.
1: Yeah the super mario <laughs> brothers doom it's
0: gotta be a video game movie to compare it and then it's the biggest <laughs> there's been some good video game movies
1: there's been a handful maybe i guess i got a
0: question when he's yeah. in his own world before he comes back to our world and mm-hmm. it becomes alvin and the chipmunk smurfs in new york mm-hmm. um <laughs> did you see tails or knuckles nope okay.
1: nope you want to know what you see You see him as a baby, which is super cute. And then he's being raised by an owl who talks. And then some creatures in fucking Ooga Booga masks come after him. And the owl's like, we gotta go. And they start flying away. And the fucking owl is shot down with the fucking spear and is dying. And throws and gives him a bag of rings. And says, whenever you need to leave someplace, throw these rings and it'll go to another world. Ugh. And then, so that's how you start a movie. You see an adorable fucking Sonic being abandoned. because I don't his, remember seeing an Yeah. And pretty mm. much that's what the whole movie is about. He ends up throwing a ring, but his bag of rings gets lost in the bag. And then it's a buddy comedy with him and Cyclops. Oh, man. It's just sad. Because I love Sonic. I love. Is Shadow
0: love- the Hedgehog in it? Nope. Okay.
1: But spoiler oh. Five, four, three, two, one, shut your radio off for a second, guys. There's a mid-credit scene where fucking Tails comes and he's tracking Sonic. That was my favorite part of the movie. I'll watch that movie because I love Tails.
2: Okay, so I got one more thing real quick. But leading up to watching Terminator Dark Fate, I rewatched all the other Terminator movies again. And when I got to Did you have you guys seen Terminator Genesis? Yeah. The there's no. an actor in Terminator Genesis. Corey, if you have IMDB up. You need to type in, unless you already know based on his name. This guy could be Corey's relative. Like you could, you could legitimately play this guy's younger brother. John Belushi. Jason Clark.
1: Yeah, I don't see that at all.
2: Look him up what on the IMDb. Fuck. Look you don't look up. like Jason
1: Clark. Look, look like him Jesus.
2: up on IMDb. I and like, I love how you had
1: to interrupt to say
2: that. <laughs> I. I When I was watching Terminator Genesis, leading up to Dark Fate. You know,
1: I can see maybe a little bit of the facial structure, but that's about it. Look at that.
2: Oh, I know Jason Clark. Yeah. Oh, he's too he bad. looks like he could be your I uncle or your older brother. He looks
0: way too badass to be, <laughs> to be my relative. Anyways, it
2: was a compliment.
1: So, yeah, there's a semi-post-credit scene with Tails, my favorite character, and that makes me want to see the next movie. But if he didn't show up, I probably would have skipped it if they made one. But that's neither here nor there. I'm done talking about this movie this week.
0: Cool. Can I ask one question about it, though, before you? Before yeah, we yeah. Won? If you ever have questions, um, jump in. The Okay, so this is, I don't know, kind of a meta question. You know how the Smurfs and Alvin and the Chipmunks, like those few movies didn't take place in their world, and they were like in New York City, in our world, and they were stupid. Do you remember this?
1: Yeah. Weren't the Chipmunks always on Earth?
0: Well, the chipmunks, yeah, okay, okay, so they're, yeah, but they yeah, were in New mean, York mean, like, City, Smurfs I guess and... they're in New York City, but then the Smurfs, okay, so just specifically the Smurfs, and something else that I'm forgetting about, Um, they weren't in their world, they were, like, in New York, and, yeah. like, their Gargamel was it, and, like, this felt like that, and do you think that it would have been better if they had just made a Sonic the Hedgehog movie in his world, and with the characters we all know, and...
1: I mean, what? I think so, but... Honestly, I don't think there's enough there. There's not really a story there that they could do in their world. I mean, I guess there is. There's been plenty of comic the, books
2: and the cartoons. the video games, you could follow the story of the video games.
1: What's the story? I got to go hop. I got to free these animals that are enslaved by robots and I got to take down this fat guy.
2: I mean, that could influence the story.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I felt like this helped a lot.
0: There was a whole I, cartoon series about Sonic.
1: Multiple games. cartoon series. Yeah. yeah. I think-
0: They could have just done something with that.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like it worked pretty good. They called it out the fact that you don't look like a porky. You don't look like a hedgehog. Oh, he's from space. But, oh, God, him and James Marsden, they had nicknames for each other that they said all the time, and it was over the head. Pissed me off. Like, James Marsden called him the blue devil because, like, the town kooky man saw him because Sonic would fuck with him, and he would Tell everyone in town the Blue Devil did it. And then uh, Sonic calls James Mars he's a cop. And sometimes when he's on patrol, he sits there and talks to donuts. So he calls him like, <laughs> Officer Donut Man or something. They do this the whole fucking movie, oh, and it's so me. much. And Sonic is just shitting out one-liners left and right, just being annoying like a fucking small child. It, it really irritated me because I thought Sonic was a pretty mature... Cool, sly fella. Not an immature child, but I'm not the demo for this movie. I don't think that's the
0: point.
2: <laughs> Corey, I think he struck a nerve with that question.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but Definitely. I am. I want to. I want to tell you boys a secret. I did fall asleep a little bit, so I'm going to see this one again. Oh, It could be a good movie, and I just fell asleep.
2: Narcolepsy (laughs) You guys are always so shocked when I want to see a movie and I end up not seeing a movie? Well, that's how shocked we are when you fall asleep during a movie, Adam. So I'm going to see it
1: again this week, and I'll come back to you boys next week and tell you if I was right or wrong. about
2: If you you fell asleep in a different part of the movie? (laughs) No,
1: the sad part is, I saw downhill, and I wish I fell asleep through that movie. And I'm like, I didn't fall asleep through that. I'm good for Sonic.
2: Jeez. not the case.
1: But I had a very weird situation when I walked into that theater. I showed up during the trailers, and there was a young couple towards the back of the house and then someone in the seat, the row ahead of me. But when I walked in, it looked like this young lady was about to give a handy J to the boy she was with, Like her hand was going down to his crotch. They fucking stopped and looked up at me when I walked by. And I'm like, okay, did I fucking see that? And then I tried doing a fucking double take when I got to my seat. Like I turned, turned behind and was taking off my jacket slowly. And it looked like she was just about to fucking jump his bones right there. And I'm like, are you serious? In a kid's fucking movie, you're going to do this? You sick fucks. Get a fucking hotel room.
2: But then they didn't. No,
1: and I wanted to turn back so many times to see if so, anything happened. It's a
2: but good I- thing you didn't say any of that. Yeah, because <laughs> then you would have
0: been the sick. Yeah, thing. and then you would have said something, and they would have been like, "What's wrong with you?"
2: Yeah, what's we wrong, wrong with you? We we're we in were this were movie be theater. theater <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pee Wee Herman over here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just lurking in the background watching.
0: Yeah. Uh.
1: deliberately take the seat behind Uh them. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I'm taking the seat next to them so
0: I can just watch. Oh my God.
1: Uh, But I will say about Sonic, I'm going to jump back to that really quick. It did have some fun moments. um, But if you want to just miss the whole movie and have sex, like this couple I assume may have, but they were super quiet. So I don't know if they did. If you want to do sexual things in the theater with your partner during this movie, don't worry, because there's like an 8-bit recap of the whole movie during the credits. So you're good to miss everything, and then watch the credits and watch an adorable eight bit recap.
0: Nice. Oh, there you yeah. go. I'm glad. I'm, I'm on the. I'm just like on the edge of my seat, wondering what this next movie is that you saw. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: So the next movie that I saw has actually changed names. So I don't know what to call. It. I'm going to call it Birds of Prey, and I'll leave it at that. Because it was the fantabulous emancipation of the one fabulous Harley Quinn or whatever. And after the movie was a flop, they came and they said, oh, now it's Harley Quinn's Birds of Prey. I don't know if you guys read about that this week.
0: No. They changed the name? They it was... changed the name. No, it was the fantabulous getting out of jail of one Harley Quinn.
1: Yeah. And now it's just Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Yeah. That's weird. That's going to save the movie.
2: so It was a flop? Yes. Yeah. Really, uh-huh. I, I thought it was going to have a lot of a lot of people yeah. watching. So this movie,
0: whoo, whoosh,
2: gosh, well, I mean, just because,
0: is. just because, like five years ago, Deadpool did good in February, doesn't mean February is a good month for movies. But this is the thing: this movie is DC's version of Deadpool.
1: It breaks the fourth wall. It has voiceover. It's kooky. It's action packed. I'm not going to lie. I had a fun time watching this movie, and I will see it again. Like, the movie, sure, it's about all these ladies coming together and fighting Obi-Wan Kenobi because he's a bad guy, and he wants to kill them. But that doesn't happen until the very end. Ewan
2: McGregor is the villain?
1: He's the black mask. I thought you were going to say
2: Alec Guinness was CGI'd back in as the villain.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I wish. No, but he's great. This movie is hard R. Like, he's killing people left and right. He's swearing. It's fun. This movie actually made Gotham like a character. I feel like in Gotham in the past, it's just like a dark, brooding city, and it's bullshit. This has actual characteristics. It actually feels like a city, which is kind of cool, I think. Now, the movie is basically summed up. Harley Quinn breaks up with the Joker. She goes on a little bender for a day or two. And then after drinking one night, she wants to get a breakfast sandwich. That's all she fucking wants. But things happen, and she's not able to eat her breakfast sandwich. And by the end of the movie, spoiler alert, she gets her breakfast sandwich. It's so fucking fun. Like, it's all over the place. It's 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 a fucking great movie, guys. <laughs> like, I was happy that I saw this movie. All the other movies can suck a dick. This movie was good. Like, I thought... Greenlight? Yeah, oh, definitely Greenlight. I'm going to see it again. It was that good a movie. I might have and to go watch it. Everyone in this movie is firing on all cylinders. Like, the cast is amazing. Rosie Perez is in this movie. I don't know. Do you guys know Rosie Perez? No. Well, she no. was like the cop, the woman cop who's like the bad guy in uh Pineapple Express. It doesn't matter. Normally, she annoys the <laughs> shit out of me. Normally, I can't stand her. She fucking gets under my skin somehow. But in this movie, I'm like, I dig you. You're
2: cool. Oh, well, on IMDb, they actually combine the two, and it's called Birds of Prey colon and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Well,
1: that's what it was called before, and then they changed it to Harley Quinn, Birds, Birds of, Prey. of Prey. Yeah, wow. which is crazy. But, oh, man, and there's little, like, Easter eggs throughout the movie. Oh, at one point, Yeah, at one point, she walks into a jail uh, into a prison and uh, not in prison into uh, the the county jail and there's like a picture of Captain Boomerang like a want it signed for him there's like oh I know that guy but oh man this is literally what the DC universe needs this is a fun fun movie and sadly it's getting shit on left and right by everyone I'd like to see what you guys think I hope you see it sometime
0: did Jared Leto make an appearance as the Joker?
1: Um, no, but there is a snippet of when they like she fell in the chemical, and you do see that. It's just a snip of the fucking the scene that they did in the Suicide Squad movie.
0: So they didn't get Jared Leto back to do the no. Joker they just anyway.
1: played an old clip of him, and uh,
0: they what about like Joaquin a- Phoenix. Did he make a cameo? Yeah, that's a different universe, Tommy. <laughs> eh
1: but oh man I can't give this movie enough praise. it's really great
0: cool been, I might see it but maybe not also so
1: <laughs> that's a great commitment right there
0: well that's all the time we have for today Adam actually I'm gonna have to cut you off because you know we're out of time because the movie studio that's financing this whole thing just cut off all our funding and you know we're out of time and we're on the radio <laughs> y'all have a great night bye bye